Welcome to Stock Odds, Odds and End podcast. I'm Dave Singh here with Rob Freezing, getting ready for the week ahead. Good evening, Rob. How's everything? Well, we're uh, doing good, and uh, we finished out uh, April on a positive note. Um, a little bit against the uh, seasonality that was expected to be softer the last day, but in the five-day context, the first two of it was definitely soft. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, the first three days were soft. Uh, the day two and day three were even the bigger discount. And then uh, Thursday, we uh, came out of the hole after opening down a bit and uh, moved up. And then Friday, we had the nice follow through. So, um, you know, that uh, it had something for everybody last week. And then interestingly enough, it looks like uh, NASDAQ closed on the uh, high for the week, the high for the month, and the high for the year. So NASDAQ is now... Uh, you know, beat its high for the year. Um, S&P, not so much. It uh, it was high for the for the day, high for the week, high for the month, but not high for the year. So mm-hmm. it's a little bit uh, behind. Um, but it also has financials, you know, that can be a drag and have been a bit of a drag on it, I think. Um, so that's why. But uh, let's look at, you know, what, how the month, Ended here. Communication services up 4.87, healthcare up 4.87, and the tie there, that's interesting. The consumer defensive up 4.19, energy up 3.84, financials up 3.76. So they did come around, obviously, and, uh, you know, kind of tried to put in a big uh, effort there uh, after we found out that, uh, you know, the Fed is, uh, well, I mean, the FDIC and uh, everybody's sort of protecting these financials and nobody wants to see a repeat of what we saw back in 2008, right? So, um, and then um, real estate was up 3.1.01, utilities, sorry, real estate 3.25, utilities 3.01, technology 1.22, which is a really interesting thing because NASDAQ did so well. Um, but you know some of the, uh, the the big techs that are in the XLK that kind of put a a drag on them. We had pretty interesting results all the way around from, from the mega caps and some of these tech stocks, uh, industrials uh, and basic materials and consumer cyclical um, not even up one one percent for the month. So um, this week, um, again, consumer uh, communication services finished on top with 2.55, technology 1.2, real estate 1.13. So tech was okay for the week, but it was behind on the whole month. Um, Healthcare for the week was down almost 1%, and utilities also down almost 1%. And uh, that brings us to, you know, Friday was a, you know, pretty good uh, day across the board. Only utilities were negative. So you can see that sort of risk appetite. And that that really came from, even though we had kind of earnings on both sides, we had economic reports that kind of told two stories. One was that inflation is still something to be addressed. Another side of it was things are, the economy's okay, things are improving. Um, so really kind of mixed, but I think some of the motivation for the rally on Thursday and Friday came from Meta's earnings, which uh, said that, hey, 
mega caps aren't dead. You know, this was uh, been a big concern last year, and uh, and this year they're starting to turn things around, and prospects look good. So, Microsoft earnings, Meta earnings, and then of course on Friday we had Chevron um, and Exxon and so on that also uh, helped boost things. Um, so that's why Friday performed pretty well, even with uh, energy uh, energy on top for the one day at 1.23 real estate next 1.18 and that was probably because bonds were selling off or bonds were rallying sorry and interest rates were selling off the dollar also rallied hard or rallied in the free market but sold off in the morning session um so that kind of helped with the real estate and some financials as well so over to you for the economic reports this week. What do we have? Yeah, um, before I get to that, I was just taking a quick little study here of market capitalization. And mm-hmm. year to date, mega caps are up 16.17% and small caps yeah. are down 1.3%. So right. it's really concentrated in those mega caps, the gains we have seen. And mid cap and large are just under 4% gain for the year year to date. Right. So, so there, might be other, there might be other candidates in the mix now. Uh, as, but still, you know, that same story that we had for a number of years, which was the fangs, uh-huh. um, I guess Facebook changed its name to Meta, so it, it's mangs, not fangs. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it could be a few other components in there, but at the same time, we're getting that leadership again that we had before. And um, it's 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 definitely interesting. I mean, Apple's coming up this week, so uh, that, that was going to be on Thursday, right? Yep. Apple? Okay, correct. Okay. Yeah, so, so back to the economic report. So Monday we have uh, ISM manufacturing. Um, Tuesday U.S. job openings. Wednesday ADP employment report and ISM services. Thursday U.S. productivity and jobless claims. And then Friday every every first Friday of the month we have uh, U.S. employment report. So the theme for the week will be uh, manufacturing services, strength of the economy, and then how is the labor market holding up. Um, if, if we can see a crack in the labor market, that's going to give the Fed kind of what they've been wanting to see, um, pressures on, on, on wages and employment. Uh, in terms of earnings, there's still a lot of earnings uh, throughout the week. Uh, Monday, I mean, there's, there's just a lot. Um, but the eventful ones are on Tuesday. We have AMD, so that can affect the semiconductors. And then Pfizer as well. And then on Thursday or Friday, Thursday or Friday, we have Apple. It's on Thursday. So Thursday we have Apple, and that'll be a big one for um, the mega caps and, and NASDAQ as well. Um, in terms of the seasonality, we have uh, the first day of the month, uh, a little bit bullish. We have things like biotech, XBI, IBB, computer chips, SOXX, and SMH, and also the NASDAQ QQQ, a little more bullish, and then weaker in things like oil, XOP, XLE, and real estate. So those are the, for the first day of the month. And in terms of um, the first day of the month, the S&P 500 is supposed to be pretty much flat, minus 0.03%, while the NASDAQ is expected to be plus 0.29%, a little bit better. And then for the first Friday of the month, um, S&P 500 plus 0.2%, and NASDAQ 0.31%. So um, it seems like the, the, the NASDAQ and QQQ stocks are expected to do a little bit better this first week. 
And then as we go out towards the rest of the month, there are the mid month and all those, um, which seem to be quite bullish. All right, so that's that's it in terms of seasonality uh, and economic stuff. What else you got, Rob? Well, looking at uh, how things are trading uh, since uh, futures open this uh, evening, it should have been 6 p.m. Eastern time. So the Dow Jones, um, let's see, hanging in there, up 0.05, S&P 500 up 0.08, so very, very small gains. Um, 0.11 for NASDAQ 100. Russell 0.04. The VIX is up slightly to 0.08. Now it's been a bit of a decline uh, recently. Um, hasn't gotten back to the lows that it set, which was 1690. So it looked like it was heading towards uh, that 15, which is kind of a key the VIX area. But uh, it popped back up and now it's heading back down to it. Um, you know, a couple of things you mentioned, um, you know, how poorly the small caps have done. And uh, Russell certainly, you know, had a pretty bad showing since uh, February till now. Uh, but it did have a good run there in December or sorry, at the beginning of the year, along with the Nasdaq 100 and some of those um, bigger chips. I mean, it it did. It did play ball. There was no question that Russell was playing ball in Jan in January, but then February it peaked on February the first, and it started rolling over from there. February, sorry, February second, it peaked and it started rolling over from there. And 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 this is still within the best six months of the year for the small caps. So I'm wondering if um, if this growth theme comes back, which kind of came to to light with Meta's earnings is that kind of growth came back on the table because FRC and, and some of this banking issues was taking growth off the table. Do you know what I mean, Dave? Yeah. Like because of the lending practices and all the other things. So, um, and, and even in venture capital too, it's, um, it's declined a lot. There's not as many deals and things. So just general lending has been more on, on the back burner and that can impact small caps but if this theme comes back watch watch out because you know there's some good upside potential if we can get through the resistance in the march to april highs that though that resistance area if we can get through that you know there's some good move potential and that might happen in the summer you never know sometimes sometimes small caps kind of wait till june expiration or later and then they start or after the russell rebalancing sometimes and then they start taking mm -hmm. off sometimes they happen before the russell rebalancing so we just finished April, and that's kind of important regarding what symbols are eligible for reconstitution in the Russell um, indices. So you've got the Russell 1000 and the 2000, Russell 3000. So um, their eligibility is determined based on the close of business uh, at the end of April. So that means firms are kind of digging around to see which uh, Stocks are being added, subtracted, you know, things like that. So uh, a natural one, if there's been an IPO, for example, in the last year, since the last Russell uh, rebalance, then um, that that would be eligible for inclusion potentially. And um, these kind of stocks could have a bit of a run. So any of the candidates that are being added to a bigger 
index, I guess, um, could have a bullish run. Anything being subtracted might have a little bit of a softness to it. But um, often they move, those kind of stocks move in May, even before you get to June, because you get the, the first Friday of June, you get the preliminary list. And then it's um, adjusted all the way until the Russell rebalance. In June, you also have a few, uh, you know, S&P uh, index adjustments too, things being added, subtracted. Um, what else? Okay, energy. You mentioned XOP might be soft for this week. Any other oils, ETFs for the um, upcoming week here? Real estate, utilities, and... No, but what about any other oils besides the XOP? Oh, XLE, but... Um... Oh, XLE and XOP? Okay. Correct. Well, the reason I want to address that is because on April the 3rd, that Monday morning, we popped up from the announcement on the Sunday, which was the OPEC was going to be cutting. And then that was going to come into play in May. But the market obviously accounted for it and jumped way up 6% on the futures. And um, it stayed in the channel for a number of days and then it lifted higher. And it got to oil got to 83.53 on the West Texas crude. And then from there, it pulled all the way back down to hit uh, a low area of 77 or sorry, 74.05, 74.03. So kind of almost matching lows there last week. And then uh, Friday, because of Exxon and Chevron earnings, we popped up. And, and the gap's been filled from that March 31st to April 3rd. So that gap's been filled. And so the tension between the seasonality of oil could be softer next week would be, are we, are we comfortable that we filled the gap and now we're actually looking into May for when the OPEC cuts are actually starting? And so I would say, Hold that seasonality a little bit loosely on the oil and um, give it room to the upside, okay? Okay. Um, now let's go into bonds. Friday, we had the rally in bonds. Rates dropped. How are the bonds doing right now? Let's take a look. So uh, 30 years down 0.12 at the moment. The 10 years almost flat, but up 0.03. Five-year up 0.05, and the two-year is up 0.03. So just very modest change at the moment. Metals, gold had uh, come down um, over the last little while because the dollar had sort of uh, strengthened a little bit, and um, and then we had a bit of a pullback on Friday. But, I mean, it was elevated pre-market, so gold was kind of tossed around a bit. But at the moment, gold is down, trading down on the futures. 0.37 silver is actually up at 0.41 copper always a good recession indicator is 0.01 up so almost flat let's take another peek here at our dollar and the dollar is up slightly at 0.12 and take a look at the uh, weekly chart on that one you know we're sitting we're kind of sitting in the middle of a a pivot area it could it could pivot either way to the upside or to the downside at this point so it's just it's kind of sitting on the fence it 
had it had a level here on February the 3rd. So it's kind of went up and then cycled all the way back to that level. That's why I call it a bit of a pivot. Again, could be either way. I would be expecting the dollar to possibly break down from this level would be my thoughts. But again, that's just speculation on my part. Uh, but that's the way I would be looking for. Um, and anything else? So we got no. uh, um, there's something else I wanted to talk about. I just lost track. Hmm. Well, we'll call it a day then, and let you go uh, work on uh, work on your lists and uh, stuff like that for tomorrow's trading. Good trading, everyone. This week it's the first week of a brand new month. So if you didn't have a great month last week with all the or last month with all the shenanigans and banking and uh, and uh, you know earnings you know you get a brand new fresh month to make it happen okay all right good luck catch you later